Welcome to the Ocean Way Elementary Chat. This is Andy Mathis, fifth grade teacher. Today we're meeting with second grade. Uh, we have Miss Campbell, Miss Montoya, and Miss Tunkus today. Now I know Miss Campbell knows this, but I don't know if it's common knowledge that I spent seven years teaching second grade. Yes. I really um, enjoy second grade. I didn't um, know that. I knew yeah. you were down there, but not for seven years. Seven at the years. old school, at the other end of the building from me, what I remember about you is that every time your kids read a book, they created a book spine out of paper and you created fake bookshelves on the walls. We did that. That is a true story. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, my first, yeah, my first year um, that I came <coughs> to Ocean Way, second grade, and then for the next mm -hmm. few years after, it was great. I, I still love second grade. Well, this is year eight out of 14 in second grade. Yeah. So I've been I've spent a lot of time in second grade also. Right. Right. Yeah. And because you spent all your time in second grade. Past a year and a half. Yeah. Gosh, that's, I mean, you guys make me feel so young. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's no, e no offense to you guys. It's like, easier easier for me to make people feel young each year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But I haven't taught second grade since 2000, the year 2000. Mm -hmm. So. It's changed um, a lot. I guess, yeah. yeah. It seems God, like it's changed. Like five. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. was five. Since, Ms. Like since before Miss Kunkus was in second grade, I haven't taught it. I'm sorry. That's so funny to me. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So I obviously don't know what it's like now. So that's one reason I'm meeting with you all. Mm -hmm. um, what sh would I expect if I was... If I sent my child to second grade, what would I expect to see the kids doing? What are um, some of your expectations for the year? Well, I was thinking about this, and I think that second grade is such a big year for for kids, like intellectually, emotionally. They come at the beginning of second grade like babies, and then when they go into third grade, they're like big kids. And there's such a growth during that year of them, of their emotions, of them being able to read, of their their math abilities and so you just really see them grow a lot in second grade see a big increase in their level of responsibility too mm -hmm. um, from first grade because I've taught I've taught first grade for 12 plus years before moving back to second grade there's a huge level of responsibility on the students part that we're expecting mm -hmm. and especially now that we are team teaching um, except for Ms. Kunkas, but we're team teaching, so that's even a, a higher level of responsibility mm -hmm. that we're giving to kids that are seven and eight years old. Right. Yeah. That we never had as second graders, that you never had when you taught second sure. grade. Yeah. So we have a huge level of responsibility, and the level of academics compared to what we remember is just off the charts right mm -hmm. and we begin the year with a lot of I don't want to say hand-holding but a lot of teacher guided doing things with the teacher and as we progress through the year there's a lot of release let them take on more responsibility more of their own work and less of the teacher doing it with them so there is that throughout the and year. that transition can be very difficult for the kids sure. I mean because they are such spoon-fed mm -hmm. it's beginning of the year first grade it's you know, everything is one-on-one -on -one or it's whole group, group, right? But then as the year progresses, we're preparing them for third grade. And in third grade, it's so independent. Right. And their expectation is to be independent. So we're trying to teach them that. Some kids really strive with it. 
But then you see the, the difference between those who are going to succeed and those who are going to struggle. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it's like, okay, are you ready? Are you not? And a lot of these kids are not prepared for that, especially when you're talking about it now. It's like, you know, in third grade, you're not going to be able to do this. And they're just like, it's scary. It's a scary mm-hmm. thought for them. And it's scary for us to try to have to. So I guess my question is, so obviously, you know, some are ready, like you said, to make the transition. Some aren't. You know, think at least think they're not ready, right? Mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. what can parents do to support that transition from being, you know, given very structured short tasks to uh, more independence? First of all, you need to have real life conversations with your kids. You need to talk about what's going on at school. What mm-hmm. is frustrating you? What comes easy for you? What are you struggling with in the classroom? As parents, we want to hold on to our babies forever and this comes from a parent of three who the youngest is 19 and the oldest is 26 but they're still my babies allowing them more independence and more responsibility at home while still guiding them i think is a big help sitting down with them for homework and granted we don't do a lot of homework but sitting with them Mm-hmm. Looking at what they're doing, talking about what they're doing. What about and you? For I, well, I was thinking about for reading. Um, you know, they we don't really do a lot of homework per se, but the emphasis is on reading at home. And I tell my students, you don't have to go home right away and read, and then and write it in your reading log. And I tell my own children, let's just read at night before bed, and then read with your child. Uh, have them read to you, read together, and then the next day you can fill in the reading log for what you read last night because then you're setting up a good routine for bedtime, you're setting mm-hmm. up a love for reading and not just because it's something they have to do for school, yeah. and then they're getting that bonding time. So I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm hearing is what, what the same thing I'm doing for my eighth grader who now has gone to Algebra 1, mm-hmm. which I can't help her with anymore. I've <laughs> totally lost all the algebra ability I used to have. But um, that doesn't mean I've stopped supporting her emotionally right. or talking to her about it. Just because I don't really know what she's working on doesn't mean that I abandon her. Mm-hmm. But she is, you know, obviously eighth grade is different than second grade and, and you know, the content clearly. But, you know, there's always going to be a time uh, eighth grade, when you can't <laughs> help your child anymore with the content. Uh, right. But that doesn't, you know, there's a difference between not being able to help them specifically with a problem they have in school and still being there for them and still talking to them. Right. So, you know, I, it is a transition. I'll just say I have a kid that um, just left second grade, went to third grade, and I just know the change in his responsibility has been huge. Mm-hmm. I guess. What I'm trying to say is, whether you think they are or not, seven and eight-year-olds are ready for this right. step towards independence. Mm-hmm. And it can be scary for the student, it can be scary for the parents, but they're ready. This is this is a time when they are changing. Um, they turn into little young men and young women by the mm-hmm. end of second grade. They do. And I, I think if they know that their family is there to support them in that change, mm-hmm. then I think at least from my experience, that goes a long way for the family and the child specifically because the child then thinks no matter what I hit, no matter what if I come what I come up against, I still have my family there to support me. Right. Period. 
And really, I think a healthy way to look at things whenever there's a change in, in schools and children is um, sometimes having a struggle to learn something new, a new routine, a new idea is not a sign of failure, it's a sign of learning. Sometimes you learn through that struggle. Mm -hmm. It's hard to learn to keep up with your assignments. It's hard to keep up with where you're supposed to go when you change classes, what you're supposed to bring. But it's that struggle that teaches you and sets you up for success in the future. Right, right, agreed. I know that the whole school seemed to have some beginning of the year testing. Are there any main things that second grade needs to be working on right now? I'm thinking of things like uh, math facts or- Ooh, math facts. Uh, math facts, okay. Well, I think because like right now, we're doing measurements and it's, it's going, but the, a lot of it is, can you add and subtract? You know, the, finding the difference between different measurements of length. Can you read a ruler? Can you read the numbers? Are you able to add more? Are you able to take less? These kids are, are not completely confident in their math skills. I mean, yeah. they're still using fingers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and we want them to be more fluent because when they get to third grade and then towards the end of second grade, we're doing multiplication. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get them to be able to do it quickly. Mm -hmm. And then we're doing math tests and everything. It's the math fluency test. And we want them to be fluent because when we look at double digit addition and subtraction, that's, that's hard. Right. And we want them to be able to understand it, but they're not going to be able to understand it if they can't add and subtract. And well, that's so a great, that's something that just practice at home flashcards. Flashcards are awesome. The second grade standard is fluently add and subtract within 20. Right. That is to mean that I know 7 plus 5 equals, and I can instantly give you the answer, um, not add seven plus five on my fingers and run out of mm -hmm. fingers because I don't have enough. Right. So that's what we're really pushing is fluency in math. Mm -hmm. So flashcards are easy to find, but they're also easy to make. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Some index cards. Yeah. Index cards. And really, th these it sounds to me like this is something that you could work into your conversation anytime it comes up. Like, mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. You're, you're seven, your brother's four. How, how many years older are you than your brother? Things mm -hmm. like this. Uh, you could just talk it through. Those little things over time add up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just this awareness of that, hey, there are numbers around in our lives. Um, right, and that goes with reading too, like looking at signs um, in the grocery store, reading things that are around you. Uh, you know, not only just reading with them, but just looking at the daily things because vocabulary um, is a big um, area that mm -hmm. we have to focus on in second grade this year. And so just looking at the different words around you and, and talking about what they mean would, would also be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, it sounds like there's a lot going on in second grade. I know that progress reports just went home yesterday, mm -hmm. correct? Okay. Yes. So hopefully everybody's thrilled with what they see, but if, uh, if not, you guys I know are available right. to talk Absolutely. about this. This is yes. part of that process. We encourage of, the parents to talk to us right. and we can help make their kids Better, better students, better second graders. So this just reminds me that there's a transit. We talked about transition in second grade. There's a transition on the progress report because in yes. first grade they were getting S's and N's, and now they're getting A, B, C, D, F. Yeah. So right, this yes. is a difference. So t tell <laughs> yes. me a little bit. What's so if my kid was getting S's, that means that they were getting straight A's, right? No. 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 Okay. So talk about that a little bit. <laughs> 
So an S in first grade is anywhere from a 70 to an 89. So that would encompass a C or a B. Okay. An E in first grade is what we would equate to an A from second grade up. Um, you now get letter grades. They now get Fs instead of Us, um, which is a huge transition for the parents to see these letter grades now with their students. And it is a huge shock when progress reports go home and they see these failing grades. And parents would, you equate the S to, oh, my kids making A's, we're doing great. Um, we need to keep in mind the fact that an S is average. Right. It's satisfactory. We're reaching towards those standards. We haven't quite mastered them yet, but we're working towards them. A C is also average. Yeah, so it's showing average progress in right. whatever um, mm -hmm. subject it is. It means that you you know what you're you know what you're doing, but you're not excelling at what you're doing. You're doing the bare minimum, so right. to speak. Like you're getting the gist of it, right? But you're not completely understanding it to where you're proficient. You know, but like a B or lower, it's one of those. You're really just you're struggling. You're not really getting it, and that's when we're pulling the kids trying to get them to build that up. But I would rather see a C than a D or an F because at least that C is saying you're getting it. Right. But there's some work we still need to do. And I think a lot of the parents get that confused, you know? I remember this transition too and with my own children. And it is a difference, but again, <laughs> this is the first progress report. Um, there's still another four weeks until our first reporting period ends. If you're not happy with it, there's time to work on improving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you know to get familiar with the grading right. system and, and what it means for your child and it's more specific and it gives you more alerts as to what you know if there's a issue that they need to improve on and of course we want everyone to mm -hmm. succeed as much as possible right and there's time to schedule a conference if you're concerned to find out ways that we can work in school and also at home to work together to get those grades up if you're not satisfied with them right well thank you second grade for chatting with us this week thank you mr mathis thank yeah. you yes thank yeah, you it's fun uh, it's, it's like it's like i'm back in second grade again <laughs> anytime <Come on. laughs> um i'm literally across the hall you yeah, can come whenever exactly. you want <laughs> we're, we're neighbors now we're neighbors that's, that's true i should just peek in and just think about the old days well um next week we'll be chatting with third grade so remember you can subscribe to our podcast on itunes we usually post the soundcloud link on facebook mm -hmm. and we hope you keep listening Thank you.